Hey everybody, welcome back to the podcast. It's the first edition of this ever upstairs in the men's basketball office here in the Shot and Seed Center. It's Chris Holtman joining us. That's Bill Landis. I'm Austin Ward. Uh, thanks for inviting us up for the first yeah. time. A nice little, I don't know if there's no fireplace in here. It feels like a fireside <laughs> chat, but thanks for having us. Yeah, we have a great wall there behind <laughs> uh, behind you there. Um, but yeah, it's good to, good to be with you guys. Good to have you up here. When you get... Uh, to late September. It feels early for basketball for me. I'm sure it doesn't for you. Yeah. When you start heading into the beginning of practice and this time of year, what, what's, uh, what's it like to be in your shoes? You know, it's exciting. It's, um, it's really about the work right now. It's really kind of about the quiet, lonely work, um, of these next couple months here. Um, you're, you're building your team and some, you know, we've all had a chance to do that some this summer, but you know, these, these next couple months are really, really important. How, I guess it goes without saying, but how much more important is it when you look at your roster and there are three guys who played for you last year yeah. on, on the team right now? Um, yeah. I actually went to ask you a trivia question because <laughs> oh, you had, uh, there were, I believe it was 6,450 minutes that were available for your team last year. Do you know how many of those minutes you have back? Oh my goodness! We don't usually do trivia on the six. Show. There were six thousand that that left. What, what there were six thousand total available to your team last year. How many of those do you have? Or a little more than six thousand? Uh, a couple hundred. I don't know. So it's a thousand. It was more than I thought. Yeah, because Zed yeah. played a lot and Gene played a lot. He did. We, we basically had two, a, a, a kind of a part time uh, starter started towards the end of the year in Gene Brown. And then a starter for most, if not all, the season in Zed. That is more than I thought. I would have guessed four or five hundred, but it was a thousand, huh? Yeah, but less than twenty percent. So it's basically a brand yeah. new team. Which yeah. I get back to my original point: how much more important is is the last few months and then this time of year now to kind of get to know the yeah. new roster that you have? It's really important. I, I've never experienced this as a coach, um, where you have. Uh, we knew we were going to have a big graduating class, so we knew there was. That's why we got a big freshman class. We knew there was going to be just some normal uh, turnover that happens from guys matriculating, you know, graduating. Um, we also knew EJ was probably going to mm-hmm. uh, professionalize and go to the NBA. We did not anticipate Malachi, obviously, uh, when when you set things up. But I've never experienced anything like this, um, and it's really, really critical. And I think what you're trying to do as a coach is, you know, as we get through these next few weeks, is figure out are there things that um, kind of unforeseen things. Um, inexperience provides a lot of things that, you know, you don't, you, it's hard to see until you get into games and we're trying to maybe anticipate some of those things. How much of that do you think you sort of already have in your mind what it's going to look like? You can have some summer workouts and at least a little bit of contact with the team yeah, um, and get them in on campus. And then how much of this is really, you feel like going to fumble around for a few weeks until you Put your finger on it. I think it's going to be both. I think it's going to be both. The Bahamas, Austin, helped. You know, it did help a little bit because we were playing teams that were older, mature, and they they had some talent. You know, they had some, but they weren't Big Ten teams. You know, last few years, the Big Ten has been the deepest league in the country. Whether it's been the best or not, who knows? But it's definitely been the deepest. Right been the deepest basketball league in the country and no one can debate that so while it wasn't that it was still you know um good competition so we got to see a few of those things so you know 
fumbling uh, is probably a good way to, to put it. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes to hear that word yes. used, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that's apt, right? And yeah, it's going to be like just there's going to be some of those things that come up and we're like, whether it's the emotion of kids playing in, in real games for the first time. And we're going to be like, what in the world? Where did that come from? Like, what are they doing? It's just going to be some of those things. Hopefully, we can get to a point to where, um, you know, we work through those things quickly. I'm wondering about the dynamics of, of that because you have you have three guys sort of returning in, in Zed and Gene and, and Justice. So I guess we'll talk about him more specifically in a second. But guys who have played important roles on this team before. You have transfers coming in, and I think whenever a transfer comes in, they expect, well, I'm going to have a good, a big role when I go to a new place. Yeah. And then you have this really good recruiting class, so I'm sure all in their head, too. They're like, I'm going to play a big role this year. Yeah. Can't play everybody. Um, and I know these things maybe tend to figure themselves out on the fly, but as you go into this, like, how are you thinking about trying to manage all of that to figure out the right mix, but also you know, try to keep guys happy in an era where roster management is probably more difficult than ever? Yeah, no question. I mean, it's a constant thought I think in guys minds and coaches mind you have to coach who you are you have to coach to your convictions and guys have to earn whatever they get but you're also you know we played Malachi early last year because we knew he gave us the best chance to maybe uh, to, 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 to grow as the season went on because of his, his young talent so I think you're always thinking through those things um, I, I think uh, that's exciting I, I do think because you don't have the offensive talent of an EJ um, I think you are going to need more guys that can play a role offensively because we, you know, we don't have that 19 point score. Right. Um, you know, uh, we just don't. And I think can justice be a guy that can certainly be a double figure score? Absolutely. But I think having more guys, getting more guys involved is going to have to be something that we do, um, with this team for sure. For, so there are going to be a lot of people who are watching this and saw some things that I said that were critical earlier in the year. I know that you and I had a conversation about yeah. that at the end of last season. So that's, I don't want to, f- you know, full disclosure sure. for everyone out there. Like we had some disagreements about that, but I'm coming at it from a different spot than you are, obviously. And I wasn't around the team on a day-to-day basis. When when there are criticisms like mine or others about the team not going into a second weekend yeah. or, you know, I think we've seen what you've built, and this is going to be a challenge this year. You've touched on that with the young yeah. roster. Like, how do you how do you cope with that? What it is there are there things that you wish people like me understood better about this job? No, I get it. I get it, Austin. I do, and uh, I think it's 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 part of being in right these positions, these high profile positions uh, that we're in, and and being. Um, around the place that has kind of media attention right. uh, that we do, particularly in that time of year in college basketball. You know, it's uh, it's obviously um, that's when that's when people around here really are focusing. And you you covered this program for a number of years, um, so I get it. Anytime you, but f- also later tends to be because I stay busy through January yes. a lot of times. So yes, I get that part. Yes, absolutely. So you know, I'm confident in what we've done. Uh, I also recognize uh, the hunger from our our fan base for more, and I completely understand that. And while I think we've done good, and by all accounts, if you you know measure what we've done in our four years in the tournament, 
um, five years total, but really four years when you're talking about NCAA tournament. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we, we, we've done good. We haven't done great. And I think what, what people want is great. What we want is great. And that's the challenge for us um, moving forward. And I think you can always look back and see, say, hey, are there things uh, that we've, you know, we've, we've done well? Well, there is. We've been consistently in the tournament. It's us, Michigan State, and Michigan, the only programs that have kind of been there or would have qualified every five years. It's been good. It's not been great. We want great, and that's what we're pushing for. I feel like best jobs that you've done have been when you've exceeded expectations and nobody really thought you know, pick you seventh or eighth or ninth in the league and you've overachieved with those and then maybe that's where the criticism comes in when the expectations are greater sure those are tougher also to exceed but like so this could be an interesting year maybe do you like the dynamic of playing the underdog or going through the uncertainty because that i mean from my seat that seems to have been when you've maximized the most out of the season. Yeah, well, both have their strengths. You know? <laughs> I mean, I'll take having EJ back for another year. <laughs> sure, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, and maybe be picked a little bit higher than what we will in the preseason. But um, uh, I think both have its challenges. I do think there, there are plenty of questions about this group. And, um, you know, and I get that. And, uh, you know, the other thing that, you know, I've I, you realize when you're in this job is I followed um, – the best run, at least in the modern area of Ohio State basketball, during the middle of Thad's run. Mm -hmm. So when you follow the best run, right, what are you going to immediately be compared to? Is that recent history? Yeah, there was obviously some some good teams in the seventies, eighties, nineties, but not but not clearly that that run. And there were some there were some tough years as well. So I think <clears throat> um, I'm just really excited about what. Uh, we certainly have some challenges, but we have young talent that I think our fans are going to really enjoy watching. Can we keep them, grow them, develop them, get them better every year? You know, I think those are the challenges in front of us. Recruiting has never been better. So there's some really exciting things, um, but it's about the work right now. I want to ask about some individual players on this roster. We'll start with Justice. Look, where is he health-wise at the moment as you guys uh, get ready for camp? He's good. You know, he's, um, he's been good, Bill. He's, he's shown glimpses of, of what he can be. Um, I don't think anybody's ever questioned his talent, his ability, right? He's shown the ability to really uh, perform at a high level. Um, and particularly the last part, I thought maybe some of his best games were when he was injured in the Big Ten tournament through the Big Ten championship game um, a couple years ago. So we really missed him last year. You know, you think about him and Dwayne being to that, being on that team, and it gives us some really exciting possibilities. But we really missed what he brought. Um, I think he's he's a little nervous because he just is so like, you know, he just wants to be healthy yeah. and he wants to stay healthy the whole year. Um, but he's healthy now, and that's exciting. You have three transfers, uh, Sean McNeil from West Virginia, Tanner Holden from Wright State, and Ice Likely from Oklahoma State, who I think has one of the more unique games I've seen yeah. um, out of a college basketball player. You can tell me if I'm wrong, but he reminds me in some ways of Jay Sean Tate a little bit. Maybe, I don't know, maybe Jay Sean's more explosive. You can tell me the differences, but just in terms of all the different ways they're able to impact a game, I feel like Ice has that. How do you plan on, I guess, trying to utilize all his various skill sets this year? Yeah, we've talked about that comparison. As a matter of fact, we talked about that comparison 
uh, here today. They're a little bit different, um, and I think probably there JT might have had a little bit more of explosiveness. Um, Ice's ball skills are really, really unique. Isaac's ball skills are tremendous. You know, he's he's thousand point scorer at Oklahoma State, but he's also been one of the guys who he can rebound it, and he's he's a high assist rate guy. So um, you add that with his defense. We felt like it was too hard to pass up. Now, we had conversations among our staff about, hey, do we go get another big guy? And I, I you know, we went back and forth. Um, but I really felt like we needed toughness and leadership and versatility. And he provides all of those things. Uh, I'm really excited about what he can be. Uh, but he's going to struggle some nights offensively uh, with the way teams are going to play him. Tanner, I think, is going to grow as the season goes on. Yeah. Um, and he's obviously got two years with us, and I'm really excited about what he what he can bring. He's a good athlete, you know, played football in high school. Um, he's just a good athlete, and it's going to provide a lot for our team. And then Sean, uh, we need we badly needed shooting and skill with with the loss of Malachi um, on the perimeter, and we didn't want to put it all on our freshman. And Sean's a proven 12 points a game score um, at uh, at West Virginia, so that gives us shooting. Uh, that we badly needed. Bill, did you have more that you needed to know before I start asking about his sweet tooth and the candy that's up? <laughs> I do. I have, I, well, I, I guess I. this isn't so much a question as, as me seeking a little bit of help here because I understand that the Kingdom Summer League is not the Big Ten. Yes. Uh, it's a good run, but it's not the Big Ten. Uh, but it's hard not to notice when a guy like Bryce Sensible yeah. scores 50 points in a set yeah. like that. And he just, you watch his high school tape, he has such a knack for scoring the basketball. I realize he's jumping up a level. So yeah. I guess what I'm asking you is to temper my expectations for a kid <laughs> like that because I look at him and think, like, man, he could be a real problem almost right he's away. He's probably not going to get 50 in a game this year. I though. don't think that, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're you're smart enough to uh, – you've watched enough college He's been saying it for weeks. It's <laughs> <know that. laughs> yeah. his bold prediction for the season. He's going to average 50. <laughs> that's yeah. right, yeah. that's right. Now, if he gets 50 in a January game on the road in the Big Ten, I mean, bring this – audio video back <laughs> right in my face um, yeah, then you might not be getting a second year out of that either, <laughs> that's, so. right, that's right um yeah you know he's he's really gifted offensively bill he he really is he's um he's really gifted offensively although i did have to remind them in a few of our skill workouts post the 50 point effort this is not the kingdom league <laughs> like what we're doing it's not the kingdom league okay like you're gonna get you know guarded here and, and i love our guys playing in that but we did have to remind them and he kind of looked at me a couple of times like you know um he's really gifted offensively and just at, at a i think he's gonna be one of, we have a bunch of guys that i think our fans as they watch him are gonna be like man they're, he's fun to watch Bryce is 6'6", 240 pounds. Wait till you see how he moves. And he really can shoot it. And he's not afraid of big moments. Um, he's going to have some nights where he might go one of 10. Um, but we're going to want him to shoot that you know, 12th shot or 11th shot because he's just got a natural ability to get uh, offense off like, like maybe nobody else we have. So this is since this is the first time I was in here, I wasn't aware that you had a sugar weakness. I do. All sugar. Which sugar is the best sugar? <laughs> Donuts. Okay. Um, any type of bread. Um, so, you know, any any type of bread I'm down for whenever. <laughs> um, carbs are a real issue. Sugar is a real issue. Now, that's for, more for recruits. 
But if you were to go sit behind my my desk there, Austin, and pull out the bottom drawer, you'll see a brand. <laughs> you'll see where my weakness is. Okay. So, yeah, I've, I've got a problem, and I, I went five days without sugar. Oh boy. And I don't ever want to do that again. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just don't ever want to do it again. But I did it uh, here this this off season. So five is the limit. That's about all I could do. Yeah. I don't think my wife wanted to be around me. My daughter didn't want to be around me. Five days was plenty. I love that. I can respect it. Anything yeah. else, Bill, or should we let Chris go about it? I mean, I day? could talk about bread for hours, but yeah. I, think we, I think we'll probably yeah. let you go. Your favorite pizza spot, <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. You go to Buckeye Donuts a lot? I've I went to Buckeye Donuts a few times, and um, yeah, they're great. Buckeye Donuts is great. Tim Horton's great, you know. Um, it's a good spot to be if, yeah. if you have a donut addiction. <laughs> you teed it up. What What is your best pizza spot, Chris? Jeremy wants to know, or Berm as we call him, about Buckeyes on the Blacktop. Yes. Uh, it's uh, Buckeyes on the Blacktop. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, we're going to do it here real soon. And uh, I don't even actually have the date because I've got an event that night. But it's going to be a fun kind of way for our students to get around our, our players uh, get to know our players. That's the biggest thing we're trying right now. I brought our social media team in last week and said, hey, let's continue to get our new players in front. Because I, I recognize one of the things about college basketball that's different, and you guys know this because you've covered the sport, people try to compare it to some of the other sports like a, a you know college football because they're two higher profile sports. They're just different because mm-hmm. there's been more movement in college basketball in the last five to 10 years there just been more transfers, um, but also the one-and-done error. Kids professionalize earlier. Um, so I think getting our current players, uh, just getting them, getting our fans involved with them is going to be great because I think they're going to really enjoy getting to know these guys. Well, well, we'll carve out some time. They can come on the podcast daily whenever they want once great. basketball starts. And, hey, Zoom has actually helped us for that as well. It's great. easier to get to the players. So yeah, that'll be a standing offer for your program. We appreciate you having us in here for a chat here as your season ramps up. Yeah, thanks for the coverage. Appreciate it, guys. All right. For Chris Holtman, that's Bill. I'm Austin. We'll see you next time on the podcast.